Hello, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Ravenloft, the demi-plane of dread. This is Season 3 of Tales from the Mists, a Dungeons & Dragons series full of love, inevitable betrayal, and gothic horror. Tales from the Mists airs on twitch.tv slash dnd every Friday at 6pm Pacific Time. Before we break your heart and dash all hopes, let's meet our unfortunate cast. It's me, T.K. Johnson, your dungeon master and favorite eldritch auntie. I write scary stories and I put them on the internet, and you can read them at my website, tkjwrites.com, or you can follow me on Twitter, tkjoinsthefray. My name is Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart-of-the-party Mercy Albrecht, storm sorceress and <sighs> heartbroken changeling. Follow me at Lisa Penrose on Twitter. I'm Kayla Klein, and I play Vosley Ava Mordenheim. Artificer, wizard, alchemist, and abyssal tiefling. You can follow me on Twitter at K A Y N C L I. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play the Weird Jackal Vistana revolutionary bard, Konstantina Afshalamov. Follow me on Twitter at Ashley and H Warren, or check out my website, scribemind.com. I'm Hadil Almasari. I play Vargas Blackstone, the drow who knows everybody's secrets. You can find me online at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. This episode also features special guests Mackenzie Diarmis as Sorrow and Kiana Shaw as Neferet Shy. I'm sure they don't have any secrets. Find them as at Mackenzie Lane D-A and at Kiana S on Twitter, respectively. Now, are you ready to plunge back into the mists? This is episode 35, The Heart of a King. Hello! Welcome to Tales from the Mists, a spooky campaign set in the Domains of Dread. With me today are... I have to count, I'm sorry, six adventurers. Let's see, the last time we all saw each other, I think we were in the middle of a a great discovery. Is everybody out of the tunnel? Yes, I think I was the last one and I had just stood up when we saw... What a delight! So we're all out of the tunnel, and we can see the flickering remains of this torch that has crashed to the ground that seems to illuminate the prone body of the former Dr. Balthazar Kettle. And in the same torchlight, we can see five identical women standing with bloody daggers in their hands. What would we like to do? Like everyone's face uh, uh, Mercy is going to unsheath her dagger and stand defensively. Um, Lila knows that this is probably not going to work, um, but she is going to cast uh, uh, Detect Good and Evil to see if she can figure out which temperance is the real one. I mean, she doesn't know if all of them would give off a reading or just the real one. I mean, here's a question. Was temperance always evil? But see, it doesn't matter because I would be getting a reading back from five. True. Also, um, maybe she's not evil. She murdered Dr. Kettle. That is that is the action of a good person. Maybe maybe Dr. Kettle is evil. That we do, yeah. we do we know. We don't know. We know. You don't I see no problem with this situation. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, read to me what Detect Good and Evil does for you. It is up to 10 minutes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know if there's an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Similarly, you know if there's a place or object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated or desecrated. That's why I said it's a long shot. <laughs> Tell me what it looks like when you cast that. So Lila would have just stood up from the tunnel. She sees everybody staring at this body and everybody does, I'm assuming, kind of that slow horror movie turn when they see the the Ten Princes walking towards us. Um, so she would just kind of blink and kind of reflexively throw out her hand just to see, like, to kind of shoot the spell out and figure out, see if she can figure out which one is, is real. Mm, okay. So it is as you are... Casting your fingers out and you're... Do you pray when you do this? Is this a prayer thing or is this what? It is a prayer that is not spoken. As you you feel out for the presence of the divine energy that you use, that flows through you, and you you cast it around this group of ten princes. Um, I said ten princes, implying... It should just be ten. Just make them ten. I can't make them ten for a very specific reason, Chad. (laughs) If I could, I would, but I can't. <laughs> the server can't handle that many characters it's at true. once. The <laughs> server can barely handle this many characters in the Zoom chat. You you reach out with this divine magic, this divine will, and you, you feel the, the energy around these temperances. And you don't sense any of those creatures that you named off. However... This room was once consecrated. Interesting. It is not desecrated. It has just been a very long time. So the room is technically still holy to someone. Technically. She's going to hold on to that information because she doesn't know if it's going to be useful right now. I I think Reader's just bringing up going, you know, uh, Temperance, I I was worried you and the doctor were (laughs) making purple and, 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 and smooching, but is this... What what has happened? Why why are there five of you? I'm sorry, I'm losing <laughs> it. Making purple. That's a that's a callback to last week. Is a callback. I know, but I forgot, and it's funny again. <laughs> Someone in the chat reminded me. I appreciate it. What a delight! Thank you, person in the chat that I can't see because I closed my Discord or my my Twitch. Um, and you look at Temperance, and she, well, I and. Behind her is this reverberation of all these voices. Well, I, I, this is a mistake. This, this isn't what it looks like. And the room is just filled with an echo of Temperance's voice as she defends herself verbally. But the, so the Temperances are kind of talking in unison, or is it a voice like while they are, their mouths aren't moving? No, their mouths are moving. Okay. Are all their mouths moving at the same time, or does one move faster? Would you like to do an insider investigation? I would. So, um, I'm going to do, well, I'm, I will do an insight. See if I can figure it out. Oh, come on. Ooh, 23. 23 insight? Mm-hmm. I'm very insightful. There, the temperance that speaks is very afraid. Appears to be telling the truth. And the temperance that is speaking, like, do all five of their mouths move exactly at the same time? Or... Is the one speaking and then the rest start moving as well? 
unfortunately, it's hard to discern, even with a 23, whether or not they're moving at the exact same time, if the room were more brightly lit, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mercy uh, is going to kind of like hold up her athame, um, and she is going to say, Sen, tell us what happened. Tell us quickly. Temperance will gesture to the the knife in her hand and then gesture at the other temperances, hold the dagger up as though shielding herself and say, it wasn't, it wasn't me. It was, it was them. They killed the doctor and each of the other temperances will now out of unison also hold their daggers up at each other. Great. Great. Awesome. The room because a cacophony of, no, it was her. It was, she did it. Mercy is now confused and takes a little step back. Has this happened to you before where you've like, uh, there's like lots of you <laughs> doing things? We'll have time to explain this, one of the temperances says, though not the first one. As soon as we've dispatched the other temperances. Do we, do we need to though? Vasily kind of looks around like, I see no, I see no problem here, really. They're murderers! I mean, are are they or are they just helpful problem solvers? Fasily, they didn't even put a circle around him. It was wasteful and dangerous. I know. Now you're going to have to clean up after them, which is very rude. But we don't have to deal with this guy anymore. And she gestures at Kettle. And now we have a full basketball team <laughs> of temperances that we can take That's up. That's true. And, for know, Space Jam. For Space Jam. For the Space Jam. Blitzball. We could play Blitzball. You for saying what you put a basketball? Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't. I mean, te- temperance times five. It's fine. I don't know that. I don't know that it's an issue that one of you killed him. Um, <laughs> I didn't kill him. I'm innocent. Merc- okay. <laughs> Mercy's gonna rush to Doctor Kettle's side, um, and kind of just like double check his pulse. Is he, is he super definitely dead? When you reach to double check his po- pulse, his head starts to come away from the neck because his entire throat has been slit right wide open. Her messages are sound, but again, no circle. <laughs> Vargis, is there anything that you can do? Or was that more of a Claudia thing? I don't... I, is he sensitive? I shouldn't have asked. I'm going to be honest with you, love. Like, mm, I can do a great many things, but... Uh... That is, I mean, I have an extra ascot that we can put over it if you don't look at it, but that is a little bit out of my realm. Just imagining y'all tying a scarf around him and like weekend at burning <laughs> through the entire. Uh, can I like? I know. I to be to be fair, he was really annoying. That's true. <laughs> and Mercy kind of dips her hand into the neck wound. Uh, and then start smearing a bloody circle around um, him. For the best. I think uh. yeah. At this point, at this point, Lila would step over to Mercy and kind of reach out and put her hand on her arm. I don't know if it makes any difference to you, but this is consecrated to someone else. Oh. I don't know if it affects your magic. L- Lila and Mercy, as the two of you grow closer to Dr. Kettle, Mercy, you have, you've made many a circle, haven't you? Yeah. What's the best blood? The best blood? Yeah, what's the best texture? Well, usually it's best to extract blood for the circle. 
um, before the sacrifice has already died. Um, this blood is probably already a teeny bit coagulated, um, but it's still warm. So it's not the worst. It's more than goopy. And oh, it no. is not warm. Oh no. If you had to guess, Dr. Balthazar Kettle has been dead for days. That's okay. Is it too late to inspect the body more? I mean, like to see <laughs> I know I know we've already contaminated it quite a bit <laughs> the crime scene. Yeah. Mercy, who was like reaching into this gaping throat as, as like, <laughs> yeah, like this is like... totally normal, suddenly coils back and goes, Ew. Yeah, y'all wanna dip your fingies into this neck wound? Lila will will automatically, as soon as Mercy recoils, reach down or not reach down, but kneel down and and inspect him a little a little closer. Alright. Give me investigation. What's the rest of you doing while uh while these temperances aim their daggers at one another and Lila and Mercy and I assume Reader as well investigate this body? Yeah, I think Reader's, uh, Reader's giving us a minor lecture to the rest of the group going, he might have been a, a jerk, but he was still a scientist and a, and a, and a, an academic, and we should mourn his loss. Those are all bad things. Was he, though? Was was he? Or was he just someone who said he did things? and then? Yeah, I'm a scientist. I've been in a lab. <laughs> I didn't see him doing any science. And you don't—you are not a scientist. <laughs> I was in the lab though. So. Uh, that was unfortunately a twelve. Twelve, reader. Are you lecturing? or Are you investigating? Uh, I've turned my—I've turned my my lecture away to investigate my my former employer. If he's truly as dead as it seems, roll me something, and uh, Mercy, you can as well. Just roll something. Well, investigation specifically. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you want to roll. Intimidation, that's fine too, I guess. Uh, sorry for my cat. I'm gonna move my cat. Okay. What? This no, is, show the cat is, first. Show the cat first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so fluffy. He's a big what boy. is what is Constantina doing? I, I wanna try to mediate the the temperances. <laughs> like, look, I think that we we can all come to an agreement here. Sometimes it's hard when the different parts of yourself don't really get along. And I'm like Trying to separate them all from not killing each other because we don't know which one is which. Uh, one of them approaches you and says, "They're they're killers. I'm not. I'm not a killer. I've never killed anybody in my life." Okay, I'm going to put like a. Okay, I start taking scarves out of my bag. I'm going to identify you, so that we can you know make sure that we keep track of the right one. If you are the real one, you know, yes, that's what to accidentally do anything. Of course I am. Of course I'm the real one. Okay, well, if you are then you're going to be okay with me just like temporarily putting this like scarf on you and I like drape a oh, scarf. I don't just I just would prefer not to. Okay, well, that's not how else you want me to like, you know, mark you as like the one because if you don't let me do this, we might accidentally like hurt you. If the other ones, if you're telling us to, like, take out the other ones, and we don't know which one is you, you know? Another you one pushes her out of the way and is like, I'm not afraid. You can wrap a scarf on me, and holds out her arm. Well, so far, I like you the best, so I'm going to put a scarf on the one that allows me to put a scarf on. <laughs> <laughs> can we get names for these? Can I be, like, two prints or something? You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Three one prince, prince, one prince, prince, one prince, two prince, prince, red prince, blue prince. Yeah, something like that. Blue prince, I hate y'all. 
as <laughs> <laughs> thing one. Thing two. Also, my investigation rule is 23, by the way, TK. Or, uh, oh. Yeah. oh, yeah, 23. Not only can you tell that this body has been dead for days, but it hasn't been anywhere. Like, the sand is caved down under it. This body's huh. been in this room for days. Mercy would not have been investigating, um, but she would have been going, ew, 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 and like trying to get like the gross, cold, coagulated blood off of her hand on, and probably rubbing it on the sand. It's like putting your hands in a, in a jar of strawberry preserves. Ew! Are there seeds? <laughs> like in ew, preserves? why is there seeds in here? What, why are there seeds? The good like stuff has seeds. <laughs> Actually, no, that's too close to one of our veils, so it, no seeds. <laughs> I thought about it, and I was like... Uh, Mercy's rubbing her claw on the sand, um, and then um, I'm wondering if I can trigger my dark shadow um, using my inspiration uh, to trigger my gravesite. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... She's not, uh, flavor-wise, I'd like it if Mercy wasn't doing it on purpose, but kind of, like, interacting with the space around Dr. Kettle's body triggers a vision. As she tries to smear the strawberry preserves off of her hands onto the sand, she starts to move it around, and she sees the ghostly image of large leonine feet. And by leonine, I mean feline, lion-like. While they're not here now in the real, in the current time, you can see their ghostly form as it prowls across the sand and moves to eat its prey. And you see this form, this man smartening up a vest and starched collar on the shirt and a hat, ties a little kerchief. And crawls through the tunnel to leave, while an identical body lays in the sand. Mercy kind of snaps to leaning down on the ground, incredibly still. Um, uh, and then she kind of looks up and said, and says, um, "I don't think that the Doctor Kettle that we met was the real Doctor Kettle." This is the real Dr. Kettle, but very big kitty cats ate him. But then, and Mercy looks around, very the kettle we know, and she turns and looks at the Ten Princes. The Temperance with the first scarf on her arm points her dagger at another Temperance and says, It's one of them! One of them! It can change its form! And grows closer to Constantina to hide behind her. I mean, okay, but so one of the other ones also said that. This is why I was trying to come up with a system to, like, you know, keep track of how all of you feel. <laughs> but you can trust me. I'm trustworthy. And then the room erupts again in this cacophony of voices. Can I cast silence? <laughs> yeah, you can cast silence. I just want to cast it. I don't want it to. F I know it's like a regional thing. Yeah. But I just, I just want the, I just want the temperances to like. While we, like, figure stuff out. Okay. Because <laughs> they're just, like, being very chatty, and they don't- only one wants to wear a scarf, which is, you know, whatever. So, hang on, I think this is on my- Okay. Let me- Do I not have silence? Oh, I 
I want you to read Silence to me when you find well, it. Well, I thought I had it on my violin, but I don't think that I do. Uh-oh. So never mind. I'm sorry. I thought 100% that I had that no, spell. No, it was, it was a great idea. <laughs> I, and it would not have backfired at all. Oh, no. Okay. Well, good. Crisis averted, because I do not have that after all. So never mind. I am looking just to see if I can do anything like related to that, but I don't think that I can. Another temperance steps closer to you and says, I'll wear a scarf too. If that's all we need to do to prove that we're trustworthy, that we're not murderers, I'll put a scarf on. Okay. I mean, step one in a process, but... Okay, and so I pull out another scarf. I have a lot of scarves. I would say the first one's like a dark blue, and the second one's like a dark green. They're all jewel-toned, obviously. Yeah, so you you put the green one on her, and the two of them kind of side-eye each other and kind of point their knives at each other, but the other three don't come anywhere near you. Um, Mercy starts, like, uh, kind of sneaking across the room towards Reader. Actually, mm-hmm. Reader was looking at the body, too. She doesn't have to yes. sneak very far. Mm-hmm. Um, psst, Mr. Reader, how well do you know Temperance? Uh, that's a good That's a good question. I mean, I worked with... This is a half to TK, right? To make sure I, I have my backstory understood. Like, I worked with, with Temperance and the Doctor, like, for a couple weeks, right? Like, before we came down here, at least. Is there something you could ask to discern the real one? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, you know, Temperance often kept to herself, but... I, I, I think we could, for sure. Uh, Just in case Constantina's scarf sing doesn't work. Yeah, the, 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 time, the, the time dilation uh, or the difference here is, is fascinating and terrifying. I think we should be careful of the area of the doctor, just in case. But, uh, yes, uh, we, we should perhaps do some questioning. Keep And also, I've, I've learned in my uh, experience with my other party members used to be quite, quite criminal, um, terrible terrible people that i loved but oh no i don't know what sati's like oh it's 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 like herding cats and uh I, i've learned a few tricks I'd, I'd be happy to try uh what if we and and reader kind of turns around i was like would everyone please like to kind of all keep some distance from one another and maybe lay down your daggers i i would like to ask we'd like to ask you some questions this is first what day do you think it is and then whisper it to each of these people. Like, don't I don't want them to say it out loud. I want them to like answer to. I'll I'll go up to them. I'll I'll, I'll put myself risk. Like, I'm going to walk up to each of you temperances, and I want you to whisper in my ear what day you think we it is when we went into the temple. I want everybody to roll perception real quick while readers doing this. No reason. Okay, <laughs> including reader. No. Oh, it was so close to a good. Actually, roll. yes, because you're really close to them, okay. so you can roll perception with advantage. Do you okay. have uh, any sort of form of like vision in dim light? Uh, reader, let me see. Besides your magic candles. Besides my magic, my no. my, my magic candles. Uh, I don't think I have dark vision. I always think Warforged would, but um, I don't believe so. Like headlights. Yeah, right. They're just big. <laughs> uh, and my advantage roll for that was for perception, right? That was uh, yeah. Let's see. That would be twenty three. Twenty three. Perfect. Everybody else? 15. It was almost a 19, but then it turned and it's a 3. Oh, no. Oh, that's I'm a sorry. big difference. 16. 16? Uh, I got a 9. 9. So who got above an 18? Raise your hand. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that was a long time for you to decide. <laughs> I had to think about it. Who I had to think about who it. Who got above a 16? That we know. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. just happy to raise my hand. I just. Wanna... I know. I know you are, Chad. 
Raider is the only person who notices, and perhaps because he's so close to the other Temperances, perhaps because he's engaging directly with them, but, excuse me, the three Temperances without scarves have begun to flicker in the torchlight. Interesting. Uh, and they're all kind of, like, separated off. I was like, uh, I think Reader shares this with the group. is like, uh, my, my dear Temperances over there, the non-scoffed ones, I, I want to break this to you gently. I think there may be something afflicting you, and you might not be the Temperance you think you are. Now, just breathe. And I want to see how they react to it. They sort of look at you blankly, um, each of them holding their dagger up, like, towards you. We'll all figure this out and sort it through, but something seems to be happening to you uh, magically, and it's not invalidating that you're not, none of you are the real temperance, but I think we'll need to make sure that you're okay. Please stay six feet away from me. Each one of them takes a step towards you. I would take a, would take a step back and go, now that's suspicious. That's suspicious. Every one of you can see a fourth temperance. The temperance with the blue scarf also stepping towards Reader behind his back. As he steps back, she steps forward, and the rest of them also step forward in unison. Um, Mercy is going to rush to impose herself between Reader and the blue scarf temperance. This is actually useful. Thank you. Thank you, you Ashley. You're so welcome. <laughs> uh... Okay, everybody sees four temperances raise their arms up to stab. Ah, <gasps> uh, oh I no! Hold person. Do do I have time to 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 react? Yeah, to they're that? not close to you. There's only one that's close to Mercy. Okay, if I wanted to use my dark shadow, would that be a time to use it now? Yeah, this would be a good time. Uh, I will tell you the person it is most like because I don't want you to waste a dark shadow. Hmm. The person it's most likely to work on is Blue Scarf Temperance. Okay. Uh, I, I might hold and on just for a DM second. that's the DM telling you not to, not to waste it. Sure. All right. Because I, I think I understand it correct. Uh, okay. All right. Um, I think Reader would kind of try to throw down, uh, if he, he can carry this area, especially since I already committed to it. Um, uh, I will use my Dark Shadow ability. I, I, every time I, I think of My Hero Academia, every time I, hear, I say Dark Shadow. Um but uh, I would like to cast telekinesis. Okay. On uh, you, see, the blue. You said there's three walking to me, and one I wouldn't see behind me. Uh, can I do that yeah, in an area, or do I have to pick a target for that? I should I should know. By the way, does it say that you that it's a creature you can see? Uh, I'm looking, double checking right now. Let's see. I don't need any components. Uh, no need to spend inspiration. Uh. I says I can orient the area in any direction, so I, I was reading that as an area, as not a, a target. Um, but it's a matter of the area itself. Uh, exert your will on one creature or object you can see within range. So you have to be able to see her. For what it's worth, if Mercy was like running towards, um, running in between Blue Scarf and Reader, she would have said something like, get back from him. Oh, like I would have like, seen it, yeah. Okay, if that, if that works for I'll I'll do it on the blue scarf that's probably uh, the most danger to to me and Mercy. Okay, tell I me see about what, it. I would like to throw telekinesis on the blue scarfed Mercy, blue, blue temperance, uh, and see if temperance. I can... Temperance. 
and see if I can throw them uh, gravity directly up up to the ceiling, like just straight up. Yeah, the ceiling's only about uh, nine feet high in this area. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to go t- completely flip, and so it's like, like I don't know if it's a, a, a space base or individual target, but yeah, that one is, the gravity is flipped in that area. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. What does it look like when Reader casts telekinesis, by the way? I think he's like, um, you know, in like cartoons when like someone's eyeballing like a like a painting or something where they're putting their thumb out and they're like, uh, I think <laughs> we're just kind of doing that where he's like trying to size it up and then he goes, go. And then he just points at it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. She she zooms 60 feet away from you straight up towards the ceiling, which is only nine feet high. Uh, Roll 2d6. Oh, okay. Oh, because she's taking damage from it? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to take bludgeoning. Well, that was not great. Because you can move her up to 30 feet in any direction. So, if she's going 30 feet, but it's only 9 feet to go, she's going to hit hard. She's going to hit hard. Uh, That was 7 damage. 7 damage is not a lot, but it is enough to make those other temperances wink out. Oh, sorry. I, was like, I believe those were not the temperances. I've I've cracked the case. Who's that, Sen? Green scarf temperance will say, "That was very well done, reader." <laughs> yes, I use the off the the often used technique of uh, re- exposing myself to the attackers, and lo and behold, it worked. You're so brave. Does this mean my other scarf has gone too? No. Green Scarf uh, Temperance is still with you. What about, but Blue Scarf is gone. It, she's on the ceiling. Oh, that's who's on the ceiling. Okay. Just trying to keep track of my things, okay? <laughs> and the Temperance. <laughs> this is important. This is important. You know, I have lots of scarves, but still want to. But from where them. she is on the ceiling, she will whip her head down at the group of you and say, well, I've had about enough. And she drops her major illusion. <gasps> And transforms into a deep bronze-skinned woman with these sort of iron wires coming out of her head as hair. And a leonin, a female lion's body that her torso is attached to. And the claws sink in and begin to claw their way along the ceiling towards the walls, toward all of you. I would like you to roll initiative. Oh. So spas. Does she still have the scarf on her, though? Does she still have the scarf? She does still. She still has the scarf, and it's in like a really cool spot where it's okay. like she looks like she's in a in a Lamia biker gang. <laughs> Ooh, personal. Oh yeah, she's hot. She looks like a Noxuna Moon from the nineties. Oh, oh yeah, I know. I don't want to roll initiative. I want to be friends. I know every every NPC is hot. Well, not all of them. Kettle. Well, they are. He's dead. Thank goodness. Uh, Kettle was. Nikolai hot, was but... like. Super gross. That was a guess, not a t- NPC. It's different. The point stands. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> Made me spill tea on myself. You die tonight. I mean, that's fair because the tea is expensive. But we about spilling tea here. I'm just saying. I got a 13. Mm-hmm. Who got higher than a 13? Oh, I guess I should roll. Uh, no. Yeah, I got a 9 for uh, initiative. Okay. Who got higher than a 13? All right. Uh, why am I pointing like you know who I'm pointing at? <laughs> uh, Lila, what'd you get? 19. Okay. 
Vargas, what'd you get? 14? Okay. So it is Lila top of the round. Nobody gets any surprises. Uh, everybody's pretty much on the same page. What are we doing? Oh, Speak it into okay. My heart. I'm the top of the round. Oh, I'm not used to winning initiative. Oh, um, okay. Um, Lila was kneeling by the body of Dr. Kettle. And this, the, the Lamia, well, what we're assuming is a Lamia, is on the ceiling still? Yeah, she's on the ceiling coming for the walls. She will not be on the ground until next, uh, until her turn. Yes, I would like to remind everyone that I don't get uh, wall walking until level nine. So uh, TK made sure I'm only level eight. Um, <laughs> so uh, I did exactly that. I know. Um, nine feet. Uh, is there, can I hold my action? Because there's really not much I can do. Okay, what what's the trigger? Uh, when she drops to the floor on her turn. I would like to give her a double punch to the face. Before or after her action? Before her action, please. So we'll say when she reaches the ground or within punching range? Within punching range, yeah. Mm -hmm. Go, go, Marcy. Marcy sees this creature transform and she says, So pause, I saw Sam in my vision. Uh, You killed Dr. Kettle. Um, and she's going to wave her arms, um, and hold out her gauntleted hand and try to cast Levitate on the Lamia. Uh, it is a DC 15 constitution saving throw. Constitution? Uh, she got a 15, but I don't know if that's going to actually do it. Let me check and see what her... She got a 17. 15 on the die plus 2. Nothing happens. (laughs) Uh, so Mercy just kind of like shakes her gauntleted hand a little bit. Uh, maybe she misses and levitates a rock or something. Um, and then I'm going to popcorn to, is anyone re- in particular ready to be popcorn to? Raise your hand if you're um, ready. I I have a question to know if I'm ready. Go ahead. Um, how far away is she from us, like in feet? If she's on the ceiling, like how high is that? Just so I know. That's nine feet. It's a nine foot ceiling. Nine feet? Yeah. And a Lamia is a large creature, so. Okay, so technically she'd be, like, if she's above us, she'd be between, like, 9 and 15 feet away, I guess, like, depending on where we're standing. Yeah, because the the very, the ceiling itself is 9 feet above you. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Um, Well, then I will popcorn over to Vasily. Vasily would like to pull out her um, little lightsaber looking handle that she has that she uses to cast lightning lure and she wants to like whip out that big lightning whip like from iron man whichever that has the lightning you whip know guy. it's iron man 2 it's whiplash oh my god chad <laughs> i was trying to sound cool and loose you were like Rourke, my husband <laughs> my boyd my bird my bird my bird want my bird sorry to blow up your spot gala <laughs> No, that's fine. No, I just seem less cool. Um, you uh, you create a lash of lightning energy that strikes at one creature of your choice that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 feet in a straight line toward you. So you have to succeed on a strength saving throw. Okay, I'm ready. What's the number? 13. All right, she got 16 plus 3 is 19. Oh my god, okay, so I guess I also, like, go to throw out the whip and it just, like, uselessly falls. 
to the ground. Who would you like to pop? We're, do- to? we're doing great. We're doing Did great. Do you guys. have anything else you'd like to do? No, I just wanted to like stare dejectedly into the middle distance. Um, who's ready? I want a popcorn to Constantina, please. Okay. Can I cast Shatter without hurting anyone? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You're you're in an underground tomb. Probably not. But it's 10. It's a radius of 10 feet. What happens if the ceiling falls? I mean, uh, then I still get to do a cool thing. That does a lot of damage. No. Cast it. I'll do. Um, Ashley. No. no. Two levels in Warlock. Nope, I'm gonna cast Patron of your choice. Dissonant Whispers. <laughs> Fine, I guess. I'm gonna cast Dissonant Whispers at level three. Fine, protect your friends. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you can't save them, Ashley. I will try. I will cave in on them. <laughs> um, Rocks will fall. They, the Lamia has to make a wisdom saving throw. So she got a 17 plus two is a 19. Well, rude. Okay, then she still gets to take half of this and i'm casting it at third level by the way okay so that is lots of d6s i have just enough d6s right here including a cute little wolfy one that i think i've shown before but there's a wolfy in it oh it's blurry anyway it's cool to- i don't even care i don't even care that that's the unbalanced one because like i'm using the level up dice and they are rolling nice tonight oh usually well usually my dice roll like garbage Okay, so that is plus 12, 22, plus 4 is 26. Math. Yeah, uh, what do you tell Alamia to, to do the dissonant whisper damage? I, well, it's a discordant melody. Oh. So it's just like a... What does she hear? The only, the only melody I can think of is the one from Frozen 2 that the siren is like singing. The... But that's not like, that's pretty. (laughs) It's not like, I mean, it's a little creepy. She hears it. Well, she's evil. So she hears it and she's like, oh, overrated franchise. (laughs) Um, I would also like to cast, or uh, yeah, give Bardic Inspiration. Oh, I'm getting low on those. To Lila, our friend who's helping. I'd like to point out that's the first time I've ever received a Bardic Inspiration ever. Bard to Bard. (laughs) Oh. I mean, you're a real-life bard. I'm a wannabe real-life bard. I kind of play the violin. It's not very good. So, giving giving you credit where credit is Better than do. me! <laughs> yeah, so I will do that. And that is my turn. Is that a d6 or d8? It is a d8. Okay. We're at the level where I can do d8s. Toit. All right, who are you popcorn into? Uh, I think I should do the monsty. But Vargas is raising his hand. Follow your heart. Well, my heart is with this really attractive monster that we're killing. She's not dead yet. That's true. Still time to Still move time. her. <laughs> After I just put creepy songs in her head. This is how bards woo monsters. Is this a campaign where we romance monsters? I'm cool with that. That's, that's... It has not worked so it, far. It is. Okay. But it, it rarely works. <laughs> okay. Sometimes we're also the monsters who like to be wooed. So that's uh, also, that's more accurate to this campaign, I think. Anyway. I, I think it depends on how you define monsters. I think I think Constantina qualifies at this point. Um, I I'll I'll popcorn to Vargas. I thought I was ready, but my husband hasn't brought me a tiny bowl of cheeses yet. But whatever. 
what's the point of getting married if you're not getting your cheese its bowls? Like, <laughs> requested it two minutes ago. Where is it? It's all downhill <laughs> from here, Hadil. Okay. Yeah, shoot that gun. I am going to. I'll see y'all later. I'm just gonna die. It's so cool. I rolled a one. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, yeah, you shoot that gun. Um, I want you to. Um, yeah, roll a d6. Actually, uh, Lisa, roll a d6. She won't lie to me. Oh no, you're right. Okay. Two. You shoot yourself in the foot, Vargas. Fair, I mean... Two damage. Whatever. Stupid. Maybe you're just not <laughs> used to pulling it out of the holster yet. Maybe you were just surprised. Who knows? Why did you shoot yourself in the foot? Um, no, I mean, you're right. I definitely... <laughs> there's... Okay, so there's this stupid-ass vine compilation of, like, rednecks shooting themselves with their own guns. Like, some guy has, like, this, like, special holster that he bought, and he's wearing a shirt that says, come and take it, and ends up shooting himself in the leg. <laughs> um, anyway, that's how I find my joy these days. Alright, <laughs> fan art fan art request of Vargas in a come and take it shirt. Oh my god, please. Vargas, don't try on me. Like, Please. <laughs> Hate it. Okay, who are you popcorning to, Vargas? Uh, Demos D. Don't you get two attacks? I don't want another one. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you, you not sure? attack? Because I just shot myself. My cheeses are here. Hey, hey, Hadil, you miss all the shots you don't take. Um, Chad, I missed the shot I did take and I shot myself in the foot. <laughs> True. Technically, you didn't miss. Yeah, you did. Yeah, right. yeah. You just didn't hit what you were aiming for. Yeah, give it a shot. I want to have inspiration. Do it. You're a fighter now. Please fight. Okay, I'm going to use my inspiration on that. Okay. 17. Nice. You do hit. So roll for damage. Cool. Do I hit me? Do you want to shoot yourself? No. Okay, well then I guess you <laughs> I hit mean, the Lamia. Sometimes. Uh... Don't do me. Why are you like this? Nine in total. Two, three, four. Nine in total. Nice. Uh, what's it look like? Is it super cool? Let's be honest. No. Uh, I did just shoot myself in the foot, so. Oh. The recovery is going to be nice. sloppy. Maybe you just pulled it out of the holster and you're just like fumbling and it's jumping in the air and you shot yourself and then you accidentally shot her. Yeah. It has gone off on its own. There's no saving this. I'm sure it looked majestic. Um, who are you popcorning to? The monstie. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, the monstie? All right. Dang, I ain't got shit spellcasting okay uh yeah so that lamia is going to stay on the wall about 10 feet behind all of you um at the entrance to the tunnel and she is going to try and cast a spell and she's going to aim for the one person who uh has done her some serious damage today and aim for constantina and Constantina, you can hear. Wait, she's casting this. a spell. Yes, it's clearly a spell. Mercy uh, is going like she's like shaking her gauntleted hand to figure out what went wrong with her spell, and then quickly uh, sees that she's casting and casts counter spell. Okay, uh, at level four. Okay, let me look at what level this is. Okay, so what is the what what are the requirements for? Well, um, like well, cast it at level four. So if it is four. Uh, if it is level five or higher, uh, the spell she's casting, then I have to make uh, an ability check. Okay, make an ability check. 
Okay. The DC will be 10 plus the spells level. Okay. Um, 21. Okay, so there are no level 11 spells, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, you do manage to. And, Constantina, you can feel, like, the sneakiest little tendrils of a gesh start to take hold in your mind before whatever Mercy's incantation and hand movements do uh, block it from you. Is she within attack range, melee attack range now? Yes. Okay. Th- she's no longer on the ceiling. She's attached to the wall. So I assume that would trigger Lila's held action. Okay. Go for Lila's it. Lila's going to run up to her and punch her in the face. Um, well, first attack is 19 to hit. Yes. And that is going to be five. Second attack is a 18 to hit. That uh-huh. is a six, so that's 11, and I'm going to spend a key point and cast Stunning Strike when I hit her in the face, so she needs to make- Do you have Stunning Strike, or do you have Flurry uh, of Blows? There, I have both. I checked this time. Nice. <laughs> um, okay. So, Stunning Strike, and uh, so she needs to give a con saving throw of 14. She got 13 plus 2 for con, so 15. Hate you. Okay. But she's going to take 11 damage. Don't hate me. Hate these amazing level up dice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, so she uh, she hits her for 11 damage. 11? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what would you like to do next? Nothing? Uh, I'm going to keep myself right there so that if she moves, I'm going to get an attack on her. So no moving or anything. Uh, who's left in this round? Has everyone gone? Reader. Dang it. Guess I have to popcorn to reader. Oh, feels like I'm not getting, getting picked last for gym class all over again. Um, well, technically, uh, you're coming in clutch here because if I'd been at the end, then I would have picked myself. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, I, I have an idea. Uh, a question about the the room. Uh, sorry to ask about it. Is I know the ceiling's nine feet, and she and the and the. Uh, lion lady lamia is by the door uh how wide like how long does the room kind of go horizontally like how would you say it's a 30 by 30 square 30 by 30 square okay um is there any way i could like uh within one action essentially like bait them to an attack to then cast an attack on them does that make sense uh without tipping my hat too much what do you mean? Well, I'd, I'd like to try to get uh, this Lamia dislodged off the ceiling. And I want them to, like, pounce yeah, at me. She's on the wall now yeah. at eye level. Oh, at the wall. So yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, want to get, I want to get the Lamia ungripped. And I know from my experience with the terrifying cat, the best thing to do is bait the cat to attack you. So is, is there's a way I can, like, kind of do a free action to, like, taunt it and then ready an attack? Sort of thing. Yeah, you can you can taunt it and say that you're ready readying an attack for it to attack you on its turn. Sure, I'll do that. Yeah, uh, I would like to taunt the the lamia or the lion creature and go. Okay. You there, beast! You killed my dear employer, a fellow academic, and it is I, reader, that solved your mastermind of an illusion. Come at me, beast! And I just kind of do like a come at me, bro. Arms open. Is the, so this is a persuasion? I guess so. Yeah, it's probably not intimidation yeah, at all. it's not really intimidation. Because, <laughs> no, like, you would want them to go away. Um, so let's roll a persuasion. I will roll against it, and I will tell you on its turn whether it works. Okay, sure. So I roll persuasion check, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just That's imagine right. Reader is that anteater meme, the come at me, bro anteater. <laughs> come at me. 
Oh man, I get I get negative one to my percep my persuasions too. Oh yeah. Oh, that's not great. Uh, unless I have yeah, I, I was a ten. Who would you like to popcorn to for the top of the round? So it failed on that, by the way, right? That that, that failed. I will not tell. Oh, you. sorry. Okay, all right. But I have my attack readied in case it does work. I guess. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 Um, I would like to popcorn back to because she was so excited to fight. I want to popcorn back to Hadil. She just put like six cheeses. Oh, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you were <laughs> just. Um, um, Don't get mad at me. Get mad at your friend. I'm gonna do pee pew cam. See how see how we do this, my boys. That's an eight. TK seems forever frozen. Good. So I hit. Ooh, Wonderful. No. I, I got you did not. What? You do sixty nine damage. Yes. What was the roll? Eight hundred. Mm, unlikely on a on a d20 mine are special they're from level up dice okay <laughs> <laughs> so I can plus 780 to hit are you gonna take another shot yes actually um oh are you gonna do one of your uh don't you have gun tricks that you can do trick i shots? think so i'm you sure do i'm trying to figure out like how do i do one though you have to spend your, your gunshot points. You have cool gunshot points. We'll worry about it next time. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, because it's not like a D&D Beyond thing. I just don't see how to do it in here. That's a good point. But... Yeah, I want to try and do... I'll try and do the dazing shot. It says when you make a firearm attack against a creature, you can extend... One grip point mm-hmm. on a hit, the creature takes a dam takes damage and must make a con saving throw with a DC of eleven or suffer disadvantage on attacks. Okay, I would like to try okay. to do that. Yeah, give it a shot. Uh, thirteen. You hit it. I rolled its con save and it got a four. Okay, so and I rolled the same for those, like the truck shots. I rolled the same amount of damage, right? Hmm. It was an 18, and then it rolled to the 4. And I was like... It's gonna be 13 total. This is how someone else feels. Man! Okay. So, 13, and then it takes a d- disadvantage on its attacks now? Until the end of their next turn, yeah. Until the end of their next turn. But I will then end my turn, and... I would attempt to do the gun spinny thing, but I will shoot my own face, so I will not do that. Um, who is ready? I will... Pippicorn... No, TK. Um, I will <laughs> Pippicorn to Mercy. Um, alright, so Mercy just did that counter spell, um, and her gauntlet... Uh, seems to be a little bit on the fritz, like it's doing tiny red sparks um, that then suddenly start changing colors. Um, and she sees it powering up, uh, and she just kind of holds it away from her towards the Lamia, uh, and she casts Chaos Bolt uh, at level two. All right, I'm ready for you to vaporize me. Okay, so first I'll roll to hit. Um, and that will probably hit with my plus seven. So an 18. Okay, yeah. Okay. And then I roll two d8s. And 
and two d6s. And one of the d8s will say the sparkly unicorn d8 will determine what the damage is. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Okay. So it's 11 plus 6, 17 plus 3. So 20, and it's a 4. So 20 force damage uh, comes shooting out of her gauntlet. Oh, it has like no resistances. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. I was about to say, resistant to force. I'm scared. It's heckin', it's heckin', uh, not liking it. Um, it's very bloodied. What would you like to do? Oh, yeah. I popcorn. I'm gonna popcorn to Lila. Okie dokie. Uh, Lila feels the chaos boat come, like, flying by her head, and she's just like... I'm sorry! No, no, it, it, it was nice. It was a good job. And she will then, again, take two attacks to the Lamia's face. Attack is gonna be a 21. Which it's... That's five. Second attack is gonna be a 15, which I don't think hits. <gasps> Yay! And that is two, so that's seven damage. And I'm gonna spend another key point for Flurry of Blows to give me two more attacks. Damn. And I think there's something special with Flurry of Blows. Okay, okay, okay. Vargas, you have grip points um, equal to your wisdom modifier. So, okay. One. So one. <laughs> All right. Um, it's four. I'm a wise boy. Okay. Uh, sixteen. Your wisdom modifier is plus one. Sorry. Yes, sixteen works. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I was looking at saving throws. Sorry. Which is a uh, three and a fifteen again. No, I'm sorry. I've been adding three. Oh my gosh! It's supposed to be six. Eighteen to hit. <laughs> I'm still hitting though, so it's okay. It's fine. Why are you apologizing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, it's like I could have been doing so much better. <laughs> um, 18 to hit, uh, and that's going to be another three. And I'm going to need it um, to give me a dexterity saving throw, please. DC 14. Okay. Does the dazing? Sh- Never mind. Uh, I was going to ask if the dazing shot does anything for its saving throws. Hadil, no. Just disadvantage. It has a 16 plus 1, so 17 on its dexterity saving throw. That's how I feel about that. All right. Who's ready? <laughs> how much was the damage oh, altogether? Oh, my bad. It was another... Whoa, shisa. It was 8, 3, 5, 13. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to pop. Who's ready? Is everybody ready? I'm going to... I'm going to popcorn to Vasily. Hooray. Vasily, uh, being frustrated that her last uh, attempt did not work, she wants to pull out um, a little vial that she shakes up and attempt to toss this vial Mm -hmm. at the Lamia and cast Firebolt. Okay. Is this an attack? Do you roll to attack? Is that what's going on? Typically, I would do, you know, a ranged spell attack, but I critically failed. Oh no! So I don't think that's good. So you hit a one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. This vial crashes uh, into a pile of broken glass and liquid at your feet. Roll a d6. Ashley. Okay. Oh. Ashley won't lie to me. I wouldn't lie to you either, but okay. (laughs) I know. Four. 
Ashley, use your use your unbalanced werewolf. Oh, I die. didn't. No, I used my other. I got two Wolfie dies. This one's actually balanced, but it's got Wolfie on it. Nice, uh, Vasily. You're gonna take five fire or four fire. Um, your resistance, so it's two. Okay, but she just kind of like tr- she like hops a little bit and tries to like kick it and act like that was intentional. I don't know. <laughs> She's just like on it. What? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um. So who's who is left in this round? Constantina, Reader, and TK. Right? You haven't went yet. Sure. I'm gonna go to Reader this time. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm I'm still waiting to see if the the I couldn't call it the lima. Uh, the lobby is going to pounce on me, but I will. I will totally make an attack on it. I guess if that's if that's yeah. mess that up. Oh yeah, you went at the end of last. I went at the turn. end, so now I'm back. Right? I think I saw that. Yeah, back. back back again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, is that it can't do anything until its turn. Right. Of course. Yeah. I realized that after two days, like, oh yeah, depending on how long it takes for us to go to the the Lamia, which is never. Yeah, I will say that given its body language, you get the impression that it is not interested. It it's more doesn't... interested in stuff su- in stuff that actually does damage to it. Oh, I really thought just it would hate me messing up its puzzle so much. Just uh <laughs> I didn't at all. Uh can I <laughs> Alright, so I'll use um uh one of my subclasses is insightful fighting where I can make an insight uh-huh. check uh uh-huh. against them based but it's contested by their deception check. Uh uh-huh. so I think I need to roll can I roll against them? Yes. Um is that a bonus action? It's a bonus action, yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Right. So I roll yeah. an inside d20. It gets plus seven to deception. I, so. I had a feeling it was probably pretty high. Uh, yeah. That is a 17 for me. Uh, it got a 15, so. Okay, so I won that one, right? So now I can use sneak attack against it uh, regardless. Uh, of... No, it's the lower number that actually wins. What? Oh, oh that's fake. Why would you believe me? <laughs> I don't know. I believe you. I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> Because the second one is always trying to dumb them, never believe them. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't think that's right, but I'm not going to argue with the DM. So. I'm just imagining Reader being like, tell me your secrets. And the lobby is like, no. And Reader's just like, okay, fair. Okay, fine, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that makes sense. Okay. So I do. Sorry. It's fine. It's, fine. <laughs> it's like, my bad. There's a reason why I made Reader really dumb, because Chad also dumb. Uh, yeah, he's a so. blessing. Okay, yeah, so it works. Okay. So. What What do you need to know about it, or is it just advantage? As long as I have, as long as I have it, uh, I can now do a sneak attack regardless of any other normal requirements for sneak attack. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I will do a... I'm gonna guess. <laughs> yeah, I'll do an attack with my, uh, rapier, and, uh, I'm gonna see if I hit first before I talk any shit. Uh, let's see. No, talk shit. See if it grabs <laughs> you and pulls you in for a hug. Uh, that was an 18 to hit. Uh, yeah, you hit. Awesome, okay. So I'm going to roll damage on it, and as I do it, I, I look back at, uh, Vasily, I'm like, can golems do this? And then I reach forward with my, uh, rapier. <laughs> Vasily gets Vasily gets the sparkly eyes. <laughs> All right, let's see. Far superior to the messed up children I build. <laughs> All right, so it's she's gonna adopt this one. All right, uh, first roll that is a for damage basic that would be six, and then uh-huh. I roll four d six on top of that. So if there's my. Jeez. All right, so that's six. Oh uh, nine. Okay. Uh, Ten. Not great. Uh, Thirteen. Come on, come on, big number. Come on, big number. Ah, six. Uh, so that was 19, 19 damage. 
piercing damage, if that matters. It does not. So explain to me again when Reader talks mad shit to Vasily. Wasn't shit. It was more showing looking, off. While not looking as he dispatches this Lamia, how cool is it? I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, you know, in the Princess Bride, how cool Carrie Carrie uses you as you as Elwes. 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 Thank you. That's right. <laughs> it's it's like. That's the maximum cool, so this is like 60% cool. Okay, so um, Inigo Montoya, before he explains that he's not left-handed? Yes, yes, yes. Good reference. Yeah, yeah, because once he explains he's not left-handed, oh, it breaks this. It breaks I know, it's so much cooler. It's so much cooler. Uh, and he's really not trying to, like, shit talk. He's more just like, hey, I'm trying to educate about Warforge, and then, and then show off. <laughs> it's very cool. Uh, this Lamia perishes on the tip of your blade oh oh and i, I go for the good doctor as i as i pull yeah blade. it sags down the sword and onto the floor are you enjoying your time in the mist you sorry soul follow the conspiracy at mist tales dnd on twitter or visit talesfromthemist.com where you'll find our blog a link to our discord community and other horrors. But wait, there's more terror. Add atmosphere to your Tales from the Mist time with a cup full of Lantern in the Mist's tea, blended by Friday afternoon tea. This green tea speaks of rolling mists with bright mineral essence. Green tea, flowers, and cool ginkgo come together to ease the mind while sparkling the spirit. Find Lantern in the Mist tea at bit.ly slash lantern t. Everybody roll me a perception. I think that's my, someone's chat's like, Reader killed something. I don't know if I've ever killed anything before. Uh, uh, you've killed like so many things. One for uh, Mercy. Uh, yeah. It's a dead monster. <laughs> I also got a crit fail uh, for perception on that. 11. The you you kill the Lamia reader and it just disappears and vanishes. It, it left. It's like a goldfish. It left the side of my mind. I, it's, 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 it's like <laughs> your. It's like your game of Skyrim just glitches out and it <laughs> falls through the floor, so you can't even loot it. You're just like, oh, I, I, I could have swore. Okay, who got higher than a one? Eleven. Okay. Okay, eleven. Who got higher than an eleven? Fifteen. What'd you get, Constantina? Fifteen. Fifteen is enough. To see as this Lamia falls to the floor and glitches out, um, that it its body collapses into the sand. You see uh, a beaded chain with um, half of a black onk on it. Close. Oh, can I grab it? <laughs> to, to study, not to like wear. <laughs> I don't know, Constantina. Can you? No, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I've been in quarantine. Just let me have this. Yeah, you can grab it if you'd like. Like I, I want the only reason I'm going for it is because I'm my split second decision is that it might be useful to. What do you? Which? What do I roll? What are you rolling for? I don't know. I'm just trying to. Oh, I thought it was on the body as it was like disappearing. Oh, no, it's not really disappearing. I'm making I fun was of confused. Chad. <laughs> I was trying to play good. I'm just. I'm bullying. I'm bullying people. I feel bullied. Good. I don't like it. It brings back bad Cry. memories, TK, of being bullied. Cry. Um, yeah, well, I would like to just gently look at you it. You ah, touch it? No. 
I'm not going to do that. I, do I have anything? Sorry, it's one of my favorite things to say. Oh, maybe you'll have a vision. Remember we found that other half of a black onk. Is it maybe like you'll the get same it. half or does it look like it matches? If Mercy examines it, if Constantina points it out, she Mercy will see that it, it does look... Mercy, you're not even in the same room no, Well, Mercy, like, immediately goes to, like, oh, it's dead, and immediately starts, like, oh, yeah, yeah. drawing a circle in the sand, and she's, like, chanting and oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. It's bleeding out all over the place. It's, yeah. And it needs a very big circle. This thing's the size of a horse with a person attached to it. Lila will gently remind Mercy about the whole this room is consecrated already thing, because I don't know if that makes a difference for your magic. I don't do magic. I just punch things. <laughs> Constantina, are you gonna take Sorry, me off? Sorry, I was sneezing. Um, no, you're okay. Bless you, you sweet angel fish. <laughs> I would like to see cast Mage Hand and just kind of like lift it up because I gave her, I yelled at everyone else about touching things, and it seems hypocritical to just go start poking things. So you you pick it up? Yes, with my Mage Hand, not with my real fingies. Okay. All right, you loot this this dead body in this consecrated temple. <laughs> I, what the I'm just hell? Kidding. I just, I don't know. I'm just feeling sassy. own it. Vargas didn't give a shit. I'm just saying. He's like, I'm gonna steal this big old jewel. Well, I don't care. I, I don't know, man. I, I had a Mountain Dew before I got I on here. Tell. It's just, I'm feeling I've punchy. I've been around you when you've had Mountain Dew. Alright, <laughs> so, uh, your, your Maychan deposits this beaded necklace in your hand, and the cool, dark stone hits the palm. You feel a sensation like this is your room i don't think that this would be my room because i don't really like places with the windows and the tunnel that doesn't seem right it is your room it's lit up exactly like your room and your handmaidens are pacing back and forth cut they're combing your long hair anointing your forehead with oils this is your room this is the room that your wife had built for you so romantic and i have handmade it so okay i'll take it this is the room that your wife had built for you to die oh. continue the rest of your days at their side mm, okay well it keeps going back and forth from being cute and romantic to bad it's your station it is befitting of the wife of a god king so am i i just kind of like feel this somehow innately when i'm like manipulating this amulet yeah you you have this in your hand half of the amulet that they themselves wear but you haven't seen them for some time and you think perhaps you had a falling out you don't remember but you know this room is safe and if you wanted to rest here you could now that the guardian of this room is dead. Okay. Well, I, I glean that information. But then I want to put the, the amulet back down. And I'm like, oof, oof. Huh, I had like a weird vision just... No, not really a vision, more of like a feeling. But I think this place is okay for us to kind of relax in if we need to rest. I don't think I would stay here too long. But it seems... I don't know. I had this like weird... Kind of almost like a memory. I'm just like speaking to whoever's near. I don't even know who's near me right now. Lila looks at her and says, like the one that Mercy had upstairs? I'm assuming so. It seems that when we touch the artifacts in this place, it conjures up the memories, the history of whatever this used to be. You touched an artifact? Fair. Uh, I mean, I used my mage hand 
um, just still, and I like picked it up. So I didn't like touch it with my own hands, but I think I had, I think what happened to you also happened to me, but in a little bit of a different way. So it seems like you learned something about this place when you touched it, right? Uh, yes, I felt like uh, I was one of the people um, who lived here or died here, Rasser. That was kind of what I just felt now, too. It was like I knew of, that this, this place was familiar. It was like my room. And it seemed like I had some sort of like, I don't know, some sort of falling out with my with my spouse who had built this place for me. I don't know. It was like a roller coaster of emotions of quite the story. It was like romantic and then I got bad again and then I just felt lots of weird things. But I did learn that I think that we defeated the main threat in here. So if we wanted to take some time to rest, we could probably do it here safely. I think we should. Vargis, your foot is bleeding. What happened? Vargis? Was that, <laughs> was that from the creature? Was Vasily's fault? Probably. Lamia shoot a spell at you? It's like glowing. <laughs> yeah, it's a laser, so it's actually like smoking and the wound is cauterized. That's, it's like a nice clean hole. I mean, maybe you'll have a nice little circular scar, so that's good, right? Uh, Mercy sees the onk that you put da- back down on the ground. Um, she says, oh, is this what you touched? Yeah, I mean, I, I would... It looks, and she just picks it up with her hand. It looks just like Zivana Z- gave Vardkis, Vardkis, Luke. Do, those, do they look like two halves that match up, like a friendship necklace? They do look like two halves, but when you pick it up, Mercy, you don't get the sensation that... Constantina did, or that you did the first time you touched yours. Whatever residual memory was trapped in this is gone. Vardkis, Vardkis, get yours! Um, I take it out and I want to, like, Captain Planet it. Twin powers activate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we put the two halves together. Click. Yeah, you hear a very satisfying sound. It's cute. Other than that, nothing. Yeah. Uh, question for the question for about the the room itself. Uh, I know the doctor faded away, uh, but was the 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 ch- when you say faded away, do you mean into the underworld or? I meant they as an illusion. They, they clipped from the uh, into the ground. <laughs> yeah. No, the doctor's body is still there in the lobby. Okay, it's also I, still I would like to um, check the doctor's body because I saw the doctor stealing artifacts, even though, or at least I did. I saw a doctor stealing artifacts. When they came to this room, are any of those trinkets still there? Are they on the body? Can I check for those? There are no trinkets on the body, but if Temperance sees you going through the Temperance, the woman you all forgot about who could have been eaten by a Lamia, but luckily you were there. Um, <laughs> if she sees you going through like his pockets, she'll she'll pat her satchel on the side and say, Oh, don't worry, I have the artifacts with me. And what do you think? the new leader of this expedition temperance that we should do with those those artifacts me i think you're the best equipped of any of us to lead this expedition oh oh well i i couldn't do that and she takes both hands and adjusts her big round glasses i haven't filed any of the paperwork i don't have the proper permits i mean everything's in dr kettle's name a reader takes his his book of his book of crimes and holds it up and he's like listen i'm a biggest fan of paperwork as you but sometimes it's just going to weigh you down. You, you got to you got to lead the, acad- the, the the study. There's knowledge here, and we need you, Temperance. I've watched you in the lab. You've studied this case up and down, left and right, like the back of your your hands. 
I don't know. I just don't know. I could do it without filling out all the po- proper forms. <laughs> Lila would walk up to this conversation, and um, she recognizes that Temperance is more likely than Doctor Kettle was to treat the artifacts of the of the civilization she belongs to with more reverence. And she just puts her hand on Temperance's hand on the satchel and says, Temperance, it is much easier to ask forgiveness than fill out paperwork. Oh, you'd be surprised. I'm very fast. I believe you should listen to me. (laughs) Make an intimidation roll. Oh, crap. Oh, no. (laughs) Where's intimidation in there? Okay, it's not. A 13 temperance like kind of slides her shoulder out from underneath your hand and it's just like I just I don't know I this seems like an awful big deal will the group of you be staying the night I could use a rest I as the DM say it's safe Lila as the person who took all that necrotic damage and the decreased yeah. temporary hit points would like to... Oh, yeah, I <laughs> forgot about that. She'd like to fix those hit points, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think we should we should rest, especially if there are things more dangerous uh, to face. Agreed. Especially if we're going to need... We're going to need some time to, to pep talk temperance, I think. Yeah, she does not... She does not seem uh, interested in going much further with the expedition at this moment. So... The group, the room that you are in, uh, illuminated by this torch that is beginning to breathe its last few breaths. It is 30 feet across in every direction, cubic. You can see pillars have toppled over and urns have been covered in sand, but are intact. Nobody has been in this room for what appears to be centuries. Because of that, you are unsure how that Lamia survived so long. There is a sarcophagus inlaid with ivory and gold that sits at the back of the room, displayed on a dais. Other than that, the room is empty. How do you pass the time? Um, Lila, having spent all her time in the temple and around some of the religion, would like to quietly go and write the urns and make sure that it looks a little more neat. Because if this was the room that um, Constantina saw, it was used for, you know, religious purposes, ritual purposes. And then she'd like to sleep. Mercy is going to walk over to Vargas um, and say, Vargas, are you sure your food is okay? I think some rest will help you. I've had better days. (laughs) But at least... Actually, there's no, there's no, there's, there's nothing else. There's nothing else I have to say. <laughs> I know it's been a hard few days for you. Are you feeling okay emotionally, Vardgis? You know, nobody ever asks. Nobody ever asks about me, Mercy. You know, nobody ever asks. And he just like proceeds to have a meltdown. He's pulled out like three beanie babies <laughs> at this point. And he'll go and sit, like, with Mercy and, like, show her the hole in his foot that's there. Oh. 
oh no, Mercy's going to take one of the Beanie Babies and kind of like put it in front of her face a little bit and like gesture with the tiny arms. So it's like the Beanie Babies talking to Vargas. <laughs> this is the reality I deserve. I, I thought you were going to say you were going to stuff the wound with the Beanie Babies, but I thought you were going to say. <laughs> um, and Mercy's going to say, actually, Vargas, I had uh, something I wanted to ask you about. Um, so this might be a strange question, but do you remember that time we were uh, on an island and we met Mortenheim and we found out that he was Vasily's father? Totally and then we him, right? and then we we melted him. We yes, um, we did it together. It was a it was a fun group activity. And then Vasily hated me, and I thought she forgave me, but Constantina and I discovered Vasily doesn't remember. But that's sad happened, right? I feel like that is something that has been burned on the inside of my island, so... Yes. I mean, when you see a person melt, it's kind of hard to get over that, you know? Um, maybe... I saw Didifaz pretty memorable, too. Maybe she is. Um, I'm no psych- psychoanalyst. Perhaps she's having, like, one of those things where you forget, uh, like, a horrific memory. Like, you go to a party and you... Um, notice that your uh, drop from fly is undone and then a, a woman laughs at you and then you have to leave the party and then you leave the entire town. This is an example not pulled from real life, but similarly. Very imaginative. That is so realistic. Yes. I imagine it's a common occurrence for, like, you know, the underclass or something. I Maybe, but I went... Uh into her head this magic uh, and I went through all her memories that were very cute it was like a lab we saw these little vials and one vial was her memory of Mortenheim except he wasn't there it was someone one totally different did she have any like sexy memories in there? <laughs> Vargis gross okay, I'm just, what you know, talking we, about we'll table that one for later um, maybe she did a science to herself? Unsure. I'm worried. I think we should talk to her, but I think it has to be all of us. If she is to believe us. I agree with you, but I also feel like she will be angry, and she has scary eyebrows that when she's angry and she will feed hers <laughs> to one of her abomination children they are always trying to eat me anyway they really they really are like they're just horrid things we should make constantina stand in front and if Vasily gets angry maybe constantina can sue a verjackal scene oh like yeah that sounds perfectly fine i was just gonna be like you know she has to get through constantina before she gets through us but yeah that's, that sounds perfectly fine okay we will do it and we need to convince constantina to stand in front of us or what we could do we don't have to convince you know because she's you know, a good person we could just step behind her you're just a little one of these just a little boop. Okay. We will stand in a line, and then you and I will step back at the same time, and Constantina yes. will be in front. This is perfect. Okay. Good. How big is this room? Can Constantina hear us? I have really good <laughs> 30 by 30, so I, I guess it really depends. Actually, You're like little uh, wear Constantina ears. does have good... She's, she's just standing right next to us, like, I'm right here. Yeah. She's like, it was actually all three of you in this corner, and she's like, what the 
<laughs> but it's 30 by 30. If you're whispering, she probably can't. But if you are talking at normal volume, she could probably hear you talking, but not what you're talking about. Okay. I feel like we're probably whispering because we don't want Vasily to hear. Yet. Oh, Vasily's still just, like, sparkle-eyed. Like, over a reader killing that. <laughs> like, oh my god. Keeping her cool, but standing very unusually still. Alright, uh, roll to keep your cool. <laughs> I feel like Vasily has, like, what are they called? Calipers? Where she's just, like... She's, like, measuring his head. <laughs> is, yeah, she has been. She has been the whole time. Um, is this just a straight d20? Do I get a modifier on this Let's to keep my cool? deception. Deception to keep her cool. This is oh my god, I rolled a nat 20! I'm not kidding! Yay. Wow. Well, did not keep your cool without <laughs> keeping your cool, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's all do dabs. Wait, can we say that? That's, like, the only good roll I've gotten tonight, for some reason. Whew! All right. Well, I'm really proud of you for dropping a firebolt on your foot, but <laughs> getting a nat twenty to keep from sweating. To hold, yeah, to not for spill once, your spaghetti. I didn't sweat. Roll twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't Drop. spill my spaghetti. Yeah, this time. you're very cool about it. Nobody would suspect that you're not cool. Yeah, nice. even Vargas yeah. thinks you're cool for like a hot man. Like, oh, that's really cool of it. That's way. <laughs> it's like when Boyle wore those low waisted jeans. Gina's watching like Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm binging Brooklyn. It's a good, not sponsored. It's a good, it's a good show. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Alright, uh Mercy is going to unless other people have other things they want to do, try to like get everyone to hang out in a nice circle together. And she's gonna like pass out rations. Fire side, fire side. No fire, though, because, like, wouldn't it get all smoky or something? <laughs> We'd all just pass out from carbon dioxide. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess it would. <laughs> I only I only know that because I built a tomb in Animal Crossing and I put a little fire in there and everyone who walks into that room makes fun of me. Yeah, it's real horrible. The only <laughs> way aesthetic. out of this room was, like, the little tunnel. So, like, I'm getting... I'm not annoyed that you guys are finding the issues before they're actually showing up, but, like, in a way, I'm proud. How did, how did Vargas die? Uh, he died from lack of oxygen doing whippets in a safe. Well, also, I think, I think that py- the pyramids typically had um, air shafts. Uh, not in this I'm one, pretty- they don't. Oh, not, okay. in, not in TK's version. No, they only have the death. In of fact, in fact, there's no air shafts, in, and we're yeah, running out pu- of oxygen. It's, it's pumping right in now. carbon monoxide all the time. It's just constantly. <laughs> but yeah, they did have like airways and stuff. Um, but yeah, um, Lila will sit down in the circle as directed by Mercy, and take her rations and look up, and she goes, "Are we going to have to sing? I don't want to sing in a circle. No, we no." Oh, well, I mean, if you want I to sing, you want can. Sing. I do not sing. Okay. Well. Um, Mercy's passing out like crackers with little slices of like aged cheese and like a hand fruit to everybody, like an oh, apple or something. Is this left over from the the Blue Apron? Yeah, I feel like it's a, yeah, Azure Pinafore box. Yeah, like, right, right, there, there's fruit. You gave you gave Lila fruit. Yeah. Okay, Lila's gonna pass her fruit to to Vasily. <laughs> oh, you give it to. To 
I figured you were like next to me. I don't know. Oh, um, Vasily's like very between surprised. me and Reader because you seemed impressed by both of us. At one oh point. yeah, she's she's just been staring at him. She actually sat down probably between the two of you because she wants to see if he eats real food. Um, so she just kind of like is a little surprised that someone gave her something and just kind of like looks at it and then looks over at Reader just like and stares at him to see if he eats I, food. I, just smishes I, it into that's his That's actually what Reader normally does. He wants to finish. He usually tries to mash like once against his mouth just to like fit in. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, well, you know, seems like once again, I, I can't ingest things. Would anyone like my, 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 my Lunchables? And I, I pass. Temperance takes the lump Lunchables and also like wipes your mouth with a hanky. Oh, thank you. She she then like looks over your shoulder and like stares daggers at Bosley. Can I sit next to Temperance? Yeah. I want to sit next to me like how you did. Drama. Why don't Why don't we all go around and share our favorite stories of the good doctor? Mm. What's not? I'd, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd actually rather sing. Can we sing instead? <laughs> Uh, sure, I could play some music, and I'm gonna take out my violin. Can I try and yawn and put my arm around Temperance? <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to roll a per- persuasion or a deception or an intimidation? <laughs> no, it wouldn't be intimidation. Hold on. Okay, a so deception or persuasion? I want to see which one's better. Hold on. <laughs> it's probably persuasion because you have actor. Uh, no, I'm gonna go with deception because persuasion I have disadvantage. So. And deception, nice. I have plus seven. Oh, that's right. You absolutely have disadvantage from persuasion. I forgot. What's 18 plus seven? That's 25. 25. Okay. You avoid accidentally punching her in the face <laughs> when you yawn. And she she really thinks that you're tired, but she also thinks that you're manspreading. So she will scooch away from you closer to reader. Will somebody please Photoshop that cosplay of me as Vargas onto the uh, cover of a Tucker Mask book. <laughs> oh my god. Why do you make me remember Tucker Mask? Oh, because it's... if I can't forget that, you're oh. Welcome to hell, Chad. Oh. I hope they serve beer in hell. Haha. We just Photoshop Vargas on the New York subway, just like yes. spread out. Yeah. Yeah. Like she thinks that you're tired and stretching and not like trying to get close to her, but she also thinks that you're like rude. So. I mean, I am. So just, she just like scoots away from oh. you. Oh, I don't know. I, I think Reader's trying to boost Temperance's self-esteem a little bit. Like he's like pulling out any of his, his charts and like, Temperance, I believe we should update uh, our maps of the tomb based on our new discoveries. Would you like to take the lead? You know this tomb better than any of us. He's just really like, really laying it down. Like like a supportive dad, just really trying to help. I suppose that's true, but I'd really feel better if we had three to four other peers here to really sign off on some of my changes. Well, I think these are three to four peers right here, and, and Rita references, these are the best of peers. Vargas sees that, and that something is going to be asked for me, he's like, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Temperance, like, gives Reader like, a come the fuck on look. <laughs> like, I could technically be called... An expert in Harakir Temple. See? Right there. And I've read quite a few books. That means I'm a doctor. That's two of us. <laughs> Temperance gives you a look like, Did you say, I've read several books, so I'm a doctor? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to make sure that's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Just wondering. Yeah. Uh, Temperance will go over the, the maps with you um, after some needling. <laughs> Thank you. Fasley, 
How, Don't oh. forget to mark the room with the bugs with little tiny human ah, faces. Good, good point. Oh, cute! You should draw some. Adorable. <laughs> um, Temperance. But, sorry, I got distracted. Vasily, how are you doing VC expedition? Um, Vasily like tears her creepy staring gaze away from Reader and kind of looks over at Mercy and like clears her throat. Um, I mean, I'm doing fine now that that kettle's gone. Are you okay? I'm okay. I saw you burnt your foot. Your foot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I didn't. It's fine. Are you sure it's still on fire, a little oh, beast? No, I'm totally fine. <laughs> she like sits on her foot. <laughs> I, I have something strange I wanted to bring up, but um, firstly, do you trust me? Well, yeah. Well, I know when we were at the Green Hats hideout, we were talking about that time. We met Mr. Mortenheim, Dr. Mortenheim, and um, I hate to bring this up, but we melted him, and he might have been your father, but we just found out. No, it's fine. I mean, I don't know why you keep bringing this awful joke up. It's not funny. (laughs) I will will laugh for your benefit, Mercy, because you are one of the only people I care about, but it's- it's not funny any you know, he's not he's not dead. You can't you can't kill Mortenheim. You can't. It's it's adorable, but you can't. Mercy kind of she puts her arm her hand on Vasily's arm. Vasily, it's not funny because it's not a joke, and I need you to believe me, but I think something has happened to your memories. Um, um Mm, I think something might have happened to your memories. Did you ever consider that? Um, because I know what's logical oh, here. Um, Mercy is going to turn to the rest of the circle and say, um, please raise your hand if you remember is that time we melted Dr. Mortenheim. I'm like... And Mercy raises her I'm hand. I'm playing my violin for some ambient music, but I like kind of like <laughs> raise my elbow as I'm playing. <laughs> I'll, like, tip up my, my bowstring a little bit. Mercy gives Vargas a stern look. Uh, Vargas, like, goes, like, a little bit farther away, so he's closer to Constantina and just goes... Uh, raises a little thingy. <laughs> Fastly, all of us remember the same singing except for you. Like, yeah, I mean, she just kind of, like, shakes her head and she's like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but I don't believe it. You're... There's, I know what I remember, and it could very well be that someone got into your heads and not mine. But it could have... have been you, Fasily. You're smarter than all of us. We've been jumping through time and through these domains. Is it possible that something happened to you? Vasily like thinks very critically for a second and uh, tries to remember, and she remembers when. She went back in time, and we went to Claudia's party, and she remembers sending herself a letter, but I don't know that how she would remember the in-betweens exactly. You remember sending yourself a letter from Claudia's party, but you don't remember why. Okay. Yes. So she just remembers. She's just like, I know that there was something... I wanted to tell myself back then, so I sent myself a letter. You have the letter with you, but you don't remember what it said. Yeah, it must not have been that important. 
Vasily, you sent yourself a letter in the past? Yeah. So- Why wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't anyone want to do that if they could fix their mistakes? So, of course that would change things, and you don't remember what it said? Isn't that, that strange to you? Uh, weirder things have happened to me, oddly enough. Um, so, no. Uh, but, I mean, it's fine. You didn't kill Mordenheim. Not That's fine. not possible. We're, we're fine. Everybody's fine. That one guy's dead now, which is great. Um, we've met Reader, who is great. And these you other people. You have to believe me, Vasily. I don't know how to fix this if I don't have your help. I don't think there's anything to fix. I'm fine. Mercy is going to just abruptly grab Vasily's head and lean her forehead against it and try casting Detect Thoughts again. She wants to get back into Vasily's head. If she does that, is she allowed to target what she's seeing or should I give her another memory? What are you asking me? Is she trying to... Is she allowed to target a specific memory that she's trying to do, or should I give her one of, like, Vasily's, give her a memory? Does Detect Thoughts only work on surface memories? Um, it does at first, and then I can delve deeper. Essentially, Mercy's trying to get back into that place where she's in Vasily's head where all of her memories are organized, like a little science lab, and she remembers that one, uh, that one vial had looked, like, cloudy and messed up. Um, and she's freaking out and wants to get back in there to find it and see just what Vasily's head looks like now. Okay. Vasily, what's the filing system look like on your surface memories? <laughs> surface thoughts and surface memories. Um, well, I know that uh, Lisa described them as vials and some of them were cloudy. Um, so I would think that if as she went deeper, she kind of moves through like a very carefully... Um, I would think like the first level is vials and then the second level when you go deeper is like a library card filing system like rack um, and those get deeper and maybe some of those drawers look a little moldy and weird. Mercy, as you enter this filing system, you have a sense of what to expect, but the lab is not as you left it. It's different now, more organic, more visceral, less clean science, and more a surgical laboratory, as opposed to vials of chemicals and interesting liquids. You see preserved jars, dehydrated remains. You have a sense of where the memory is. You could find it. So I do need you to roll to delve delve deeper. Um, and what sort of role is this? Is this, are we... What is the same spell? Well, usually the spell, um, Vasily would make a roll. Oh, I'm sorry. A wisdom saving throw. Uh, Vasily, make a wisdom saving throw. What's the DC? Oh, uh, sorry. 15. Um, I rolled an 8. Okay. It doesn't take you very long to find it, then. It's different, but it feels the same. Vasily, what is the memory that she selects? Ooh, can I make her roll to see which one she gets? What do I roll? A d4. A three. Okay, so the memory that Mercy selects is one that she actually was not present for. 
Um, but I th- she heard about it after the fact, I'm pretty sure. Um, it was Pandora's last night. Because I think you had left that night. Um, but it presents itself kind of in a similar way. Um, but and in that you you had left, things were quiet. But instead of Vosley being in the room where Pandora was explaining everything about herself, Vosley is in a room late it's very very late at night and she's her she's just pouring over this like massive tome that mercy has never seen before and you can feel that she's like incredibly frustrated and that she can't seem to remember details of spells from that morning like she's just like not remembering things properly and getting very frustrated but she's not in the room with pandora and Constantina and Vargas, as was described to you. And yet you know that this is where that memory is supposed to be. Like, maybe you can hear Pandora from, like, the adjacent room. Like, can kind of hear that chat going on. Mercy just starts going through everything, as long as the spell lasts for her, which is just a minute. So I feel like, does she get, like, one memory in a minute? That probably makes sense. I feel like she could probably go through them quickly. Yeah. Okay. She's like just pouring through everything. So whatever you want to give me, Kayla. Okay. So maybe she reaches over and like pulls out another weird looking drawer or vial or whatever. And um, there's Vasily getting breakfast. And you remember it's people, uh, the group never really ever gets breakfast, like a nice breakfast. So you you probably know that this was supposed to be the breakfast with Constantina, Juniper, and Yarrow, because it's the only time that's ever happened. She remembers Vasily complaining about that. Right. (laughs) But Vasily is instead sitting across from a, a drow matron who has a fresh face like a sky full of stars. And Vasily is discussing the future of this woman's three daughters. Um, and they don't ever give the daughters names, but they are kind of like speaking of them vaguely. Um, and what these three daughters are going to do when Vasily employs them. And Vasily is like kind of trying to wheedle her way into also getting the woman's son. And she's kind of, like, picking at it and trying to convince her. And as you pull out another drawer, um, you see Vasily kind of entering or falling into the mists where she fell into with Thaddeus and Sybil um, when they were trying to escape from where Jackal Constantina And she's actually, instead of hitting the ground and and having that awful moment where she thinks of mercy as an experiment and all that stuff, she's trying to enter the mists and wandering and wandering. And she just keeps getting spat out in different places and wandering through the mists. And you can just feel her get incredibly frustrated and thinking, Why does this keep failing? Why does this experiment keep failing? Why can't I break through and leave Darkon? I must leave Darkon. And she's just like repeating this in her head. And you see, you have time for one more drawer. And this one you pull out and it's very familiar to you. It's when Mercy broke her gauntlet. And instead of Mercy doing so 
willingly, the gauntlet just gets shattered by like trying to take on a fireball, one of those fireballs in the deserts. So the fireball hits the gauntlet and it explodes. When Mercy kind of comes to uh, Vastly, you feel that your face is all wet because Mercy has been crying these silent tears. Um, And uh, she kind of looks in your face um, and whispers, You're not my Vasily, you're somebody else. You're everything's wrong, everything's changing. And she just kind of wraps herself around Vasily and kind of stifles sobs uh, in her shoulder. Well, Vasily kind of like does not know how to respond to that, but she kind of puts her arms around Mercy and pats her on the back and she's like, I feel fine, but I'm, I don't know, I don't know what to do to make you feel better. Uh, feeling yeah i know right (laughs) Uh, and uh mercy just kind of turns to vargas and constantina with this hopeless look and just says every scene in her head is changing every scene is different i don't know what to do does mercy explain the memories that she saw to her companions yeah she'll start explaining like i remember vasily told me this like maybe she describes um the evening with pandora um and her explaining her secrets but in her head i see this and like explains each memory constantina and vargas i will stop playing my violin and you just hear us i've been playing some like astana lo-fi okay it's just a trombone sound but yeah, I will, I will stop and put it down. So we, it wasn't that I was like not listening. I just was kind of like, that's how, that's how Constantina rests. Um, I, I, I don't know how, I mean, it's, there's probably some sort of like magic that we can research about, you know, I mean, we know magic affects people's minds and psyche. Like perhaps something happened that we can find the remedy to. Vasily wrote a letter to herself in the past. I think something happened and now she's changed time. I don't know how to undo that. Well, maybe it doesn't need to be... Fergus, you're a nerd. Um, maybe it doesn't need to be undone. What's so bad about whatever I chose to fix? Whatever it was... I wanted to fix it, and I guess I fixed it. Something's different. This is my fault. I don't think it is. I mean, we've we've had some issues with time for, I mean, a, a while now. Like, we were all being affected by this changing in time. This has never happened to me when I would travel through the mist. Otherwise, all the stana would be, you know, our lives wouldn't really make any sense if time always happened that way. So I think that we just need to find the root of the problem. And You think so? What? I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think that we should try. What alternative do we have? We all need to get out of this weird time jump anyway. Like, we can't live our lives like this, you know? I'm just worried. Because, Fasily, I vented into your head when we were at the Green Hand just earlier today. And uh, and it wasn't like the so much has changed just in hours. What if you completely change. What if you disappear? 
Do Constantine and Mercy know that Vosley drank the phylactery? They were there. They were there. I mean, do they know what it is, though? Yeah, they know it's a phylactery. Yeah, because um, Lady Shree told uh, us. Maybe something, uh, you know, shotgun to Dark Lord's phylactery, probably something to do with That's it. true! You also did well, that! Well, maybe it's I mean, the, what? Well, we just had an allergic reaction, just, so we're getting hives. We can just drink a phylactery and, like, <laughs> expect things to, like, not be weird, so that's probably it. Maybe she has syphilis. I don't, I mean... Not everything Vargas. is syphilis, Vargas. Stop bringing well, up Just because syphilis. that's what you're familiar with doesn't mean you can say everybody I mean, has it. It's very common. Yeah, but I don't. That, that, you, like, for you, your maybe. Uh, not for me, probably for Nikolai. But like, you know, if you're, uh, you know, putting your your ears to the ground in the park and you hear like uh, footsteps, maybe perhaps it's people and not owl bears. Is what I'm saying. What are you I'm trying about? to make a fantasy version of Oxum's Razors. I'm sorry. Okay, I appreciate <laughs> that. It doesn't work. I mean, Lila and Reader, what are you what are you thinking about right now? Uh, I assume you're still in this circle. Uh, I think Reader's leans it over to Lila going, did they say something about a time jump? I heard somebody drank a phylactery. That does not sound, um, that does not sound no, like a good No, it does idea. not. I also want you to... No, it doesn't. And we are in I here wish to them. inform them about the rate of infection of syphilis, because that also seems to be a thing, but it doesn't seem like the moment. <laughs> I mean, it's very common. You were saying but, constant. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But uh, this, they're definitely uh, not as um, unadventured as I thought they were. Same. Agreed. But seriously, who drinks a phylactery? At least without not having a control group. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it would think. And who's phylactery? <laughs> very good question. I'm like, Lila is very stuck on this because it's just grosser. You know what? It's a it's a very good question. I feel like a lot of thought could have gone into that. It's <laughs> really time though. <laughs> Who cares who's phylactery? <laughs> That's true. You're absolutely probably some right. lesser wizard. It doesn't matter. But it's more like um, Lila thought these were just, you know, kind of like with Dr. Kettle, those kind Joke's of on you. people. And she's sitting there going, I might have to reevaluate the strange person who collects human faced bugs in a jar. I mean, if anything, that's the closest to academic study that any of this group have done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she also keeps trying to measure your head with calipers. Have you noticed? <laughs> no, Latticus, I don't think that's how science works. <laughs> I mean, Reader, Reader read a few books. He's a doctor. If this chap can read a few books, and if I've been in a lab more than 20 minutes, then I'm scientist. But do you have a certificate? He, Reader holds up a certificate he just drew himself that just says... Doctor uh, of books that he just like wrote. For <laughs> Maybe I do. Doctor somewhere. books. It's just not here. It's got a stethoscope on it. I have one. I just can't. I just can't find it right now. If I if I could, I just uh, want to get it. Yeah, I'm assuming. So, yeah, Reader and Lila, we heard this conversation without really knowing the full story. Of, mm -hmm. Maybe this would be helpful at all as as talking about losing track of time and do you think I'm big into journaling? Would you all like to start a journal with me? Yes, I journal too. Ooh, like a bujo? I yeah, I'm gonna uh, take out my notebook, but it's kind of a hot mess. It has like things like stuck into it, and there's lots of it's mostly songs and like documentation from our travels and stuff. But it's like full to bursting. It's like a leather wrapped journal. 
Fargus also has a journal, and it's like mostly, Dear Diary, today Vasily was mean to me, and it was very unkind. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is a good idea for you to grab a journal and at least chronicle what you know. Uh, That's me as the DM, (laughs) like, speaking outside of the... I, I find, I think Reader's kind of like, I just, he's not, he's not trying to point at Vasily, but clearly he's like making sure that Vasily like hears it. Is like, I, I have found uh, in my adventures of jumping across dimensions and planes and uh, all sorts of uh, materials, uh, material planes, is that it's just good to help retract what I've been doing every day. But I don't also uh, go back to the journal. I don't, I don't linger on the old pages. I, I enjoy what I've done back there. Uh, and I cherish the memories I've written down for future generations, but I always look forward to the next page, you know? It's the it's the next day you get to write towards. Uh, um, <laughs> Vasily just kind of, like, stares a little bit and is like... I now uh, have this image in my mind that freaking Vargas has, like, an Aaron Condren planner. <laughs> like, the really fancy ones that, like, housewives love. Mercy's is Elisa Frank. Okay. Yeah, I feel yes. like Mercy would have an Aaron Condren because they're like very, like there's stickers involved oh, and very precise like inserts. Well, Vasily just kind of shakes her head and is like, "I don't have short-term memory loss or anything. I I would like to see your journal, though, reader. Um, but I don't think that that is what I need. I think I'm fine." Um, Vargas goes up to Vasily and goes, "What color are my eyes?" <laughs> See, you don't remember. Vasily, like, Vasily, like, shoves him because he got too close. You're asking the girl who also drew your portraits, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm just, like, looking at the screen. Yeah. (laughs) Red. They're red and they've always been red. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, red. You have red eyes, Vargas. I've had to look at you for so long now. Of course, I'm going to remember. Whole weeks. Yeah, it's been so long. You're welcome. Gross. God, she gags. So, is there anything else we'd like to discuss as we wind down for the evening? Uh, one one observation. Uh, is anyone else concerned that there's a missing doctor that we followed down here that we have not seen since? Nah, oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Um, actually, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the Lamia that changed her. Was it? Okay, it was the Lamia. Okay, I was gonna make sure. Okay, I'm I'm fair. I'm I am. 99% sure, reader. You can chronicle that. I will, I will start doing it. And I look to see. I... Roll an insight check, yeah, <laughs> reader. Please. Okay, I'll do that. I thought that was one of the temperance clones. That's why I got confused. Uh, let's see. No, go ahead. Well, she would have been able to change. Ah, uh, you're right. It's very smart. Uh, 14 plus insight plus 5. 19. Oh, yeah. It was going to be a clone. I was kind of hoping you'd whiff it. <laughs> going, There's a doctor out there. We gotta <laughs> go. <laughs> it's Constantina. <laughs> Well, and and also, I mean, Lila's the only one who is from Harakir. She would kind of know that the Lamias can do this thing, like mythologically at least. But um, she she kind of actually would like to say, but I don't know, reader. Maybe it maybe it wasn't the Lamia. Interesting that the you say who killed the good doctor? Maybe we're remembering everything wrong. This breaks reader's brain. Are you sure your journal is correct? Is everyone making fun of me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of his journaling. I will, you know, that is a good question. I will start with a full audit of my records. <laughs> and he flips back to the very first page of his first day 
of his journal that goes, day day one, I am born. Reader, reader, not, <laughs> not, not out loud. Not again, please. Okay, day one, I am born. He's like reading out loud to himself, but it's like kind of whispered the whole time. He just starts going through. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Mercy doesn't keep a diary, but she does write letters to her family um, that she never sends. They're all just like stacked in her bag. So she'll sit down and start writing a letter. Anyone else? Um, Vasily wants to go... Uh, sleep next to the weird like there's a sarcophagus right in this room sure is yeah she's gonna go sit next to that so she wants to like look at it next time drink the fluid <laughs> drink the sarcophagus fluid i know oh. she wants to drink the mummy dose drink the mummy <laughs> it's gotta be please, please do not one drink per episode somebody's gotta drink something that's ridiculous drink it just a little sippy no no with a little cheese it dippy dippy anybody else you know, just just for giggles, as Lila is getting ready to go lay down and she sees Vasily by the sarcophagus, which does concern her mildly, uh, given the interesting regard that Vasily has had so far for things in this tomb. Um, she will walk over and say, you know, um, it's probably best not to sleep directly next to it. It's just a thing. And she'll reach out and put her hand on Vasily's shoulder. Vasily is going to be a little off-put by that and wants to remove Lila's hand, but also acknowledges that Lila could definitely kick her ass. So she just kind of nods slightly and like shifts away from the sarcophagus a little bit, but still looking at it because she wants she's like pre-examining it because she wants to check it out. But Does, we're at the end of the night, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, so basically, what we'll probably have to do next episode. Um, does Lila notice anything odd about Vasily? Yes. She has a conflicting nature. It's not common that you reach out with this sense that you have, this power that you've been imbued with by your faith. To meet somebody with a conflicting nature in this way... Vasily is both fiendish, both demonic, and undead. Um, Lila will keep her face very still. Yes, my friend, I think it's better if you slept closer to everybody else. Okay. Vasily listens to the lady that could definitely kick her ass, so... And goes back over with everybody else. She's like, like, little bead of sweat runs down her neck. And then Lila will sit between uh, the group and the sarcophagus. And and she will rest there for the night. She sleeps with her eyes open. Uh, just a what a point. coincidence. Reader does as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a machine. <laughs> Are you not? <laughs> Sleep comes surprisingly easy in this room. It's still air, warm, unmoving. But without that staleness that pervades the rest of the pyramid, there are no sounds in here. There are no distractions. There's only dark and the slowly fading smell of death. And each of you fall deep. Each of you wake, well rested, well healed but did not notice the lid to the sarcophagus slide and slip off. 
did not notice the illumination of a torch coming up the stairs as each of you slumbered. And it is not until you open your eyes the next day that you notice that there are one, two, three, four, five of you in this room. Someone is missing. And so is temperance. This is where we end tonight.